Red 5. I'm going in. <laughs> Alright, welcome back to Trench Run Report for the Andor Files. This is our coverage of Episode 4. Um, I'm Sean McCannelly, and with me tonight is... David Yoda Brooklander, standing by. Aaron Russo, standing by. So we don't have Justin with us tonight, but uh, we look forward to having him next time. Uh, so yeah, we just finished watching together Episode 4. Um, David had watched it earlier, so this was his second time, so I'll be interested to hear your second thought, like your second watch thoughts. Um, but... Obviously, we have some new settings here from last time, um, namely Coruscant and then this other planet that um, Cassian was taken to, and um, so he's being kind of inducted or hired into this job to uh, ostensibly steal, what would say, a quarter's worth of, a quarter of payroll for an entire system or something, like a heist, like a bank, it's basically a bank robbery, a bank robbery but um, turns out yeah, to the, like, like a, there's more to it, like a, like munitions a and stuff. Yeah. Vault heist. So like, he's being yeah. He thought he's he thought he signed up for a bank heist, um, but it's really it sounds like it's more like munitions or something. It's like it's more to it, probably tied to the rebellion, or the proto rebellion. And then we get the first hints with Mon Mothma's story, the first hints of there's stuff going on in Coruscant in like the halls of power, right? With like she's trying to maneuver and get resources and and bring people into the what's called the circle which i guess it was like luther or luthen uh luthen and her are in this circle together and they're kind of like the people pulling the strings to try to like you know get everything lined up for the rebellion um but it's obviously very she's kind of paranoid probably rightfully so like there's people new new people everywhere new faces and like even her driver's new and um you know he's they're kind of suspicious of that guy like you can see like like Luthen has this like front where he has like this artifacts uh, store almost like a storefront and he like just like you see in any like spy movie or like somebody like visits the store and then like hi so that if anyone's watching it's like oh they just visit the store and then they go in the back and talk like he drops the persona <laughs> yeah he drops the persona and talks like we know him because he has this like flashy so is he a senator I guess I, I guess I thought he was, but I guess maybe he's just a Coruscant guy who like has this alternate ego. He's just like a mover and shaker. Kind yeah, of but he like puts on this like Liberace front, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's all very like over the top and like just like an over the top antiquities dealer. That's like his front, and then he takes her in the back room to talk shop, you know, and they're talking. And to us, the audience, it's a little bit like we're just kind of like trying to pick up whether like their the vagaries of the conversation are delicious in the sense that it's like I don't they're not spoon feeding me yet but I'm like I'm kind of tracking what they're doing but like we're not supposed to know exactly what they're talking about because she's like I want to bring someone in uh, or I have someone I want to bring in and he's like oh we can't do that and you're like well who's that like what I want to know more I want to know more drop the, drop the name already yeah but it's like a, a more a more impatient show would have been like that person would have walked in right <laughs> like they're like they're stringing you along in a good way and like keeping you like interested um so this whole episode is really a setup for this 
this heist they're going to do next week, which sounds really cool. But I'm glad that it, instead of a 30-second briefing, right, that we got, like, in Kenobi Episode 4, for example, and then the rest of it is, like, this, like, right. it plays out perfectly without any hitches or anything. They're showing, like, these people have been living for, like, months, like, under, like, their cover is, like, they're just, like, people that live out in nature because, like, the people that live there have been driven out by the Empire, so they give us more context with what the Empire is up to. They have these Orwellian enterprise zones, right, where... Which reminds me of like, you know, communist China has like the like, oh, we're the vocational training camps. It's like, okay, concentration camps, right? Detention so, quarters. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess like, this, yeah, the C plot then is, is the ISB agent um, and kind of seeing the ISB headquarters, Imperial Security Bureau. Um, that was so cool. There's kind of a bureaucratic power struggle where she's, and she is on this, she's on the case or she's like got the trail of that. She's she's corrected her like hunch is correct that 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 unit that that was left behind, um, if she could trace that would probably. Although I guess he just stole it right. He wasn't he didn't get it. He was gonna he was gonna give it to a guy in the rebellion, Luthen. Yep. But he just he just like walked in and took it. Like it wasn't like. So the guy was also right that her boss was like it's probably just a theft or whatever. He was right about that. It was just a theft. And That's it was Cassian's, like, means of just, ca- like, it's a valuable thing you could sell to get off planet. That's really what he was going for with it. Um, but they so they were both kind of right. they would potentially right. track Cassian to this group. Right. So they were both right, which kind of shows you, like, the, yeah, the black and white or the gray of this world. Like, it really does depend sometimes. And it's, you know, kind of like in retrospect in our world with, like, all these intelligence lapses and stuff. Like, oh, like, how come it took 10 years to find Osama bin Laden and all this? And it's like... It's not that it's not as straightforward as it looks like in the movies. Like, it's you have to like hedge your bets of like we're we're this percent certain it's this and this percent certain that it's this other scenario, and you gotta just have to pick one. Like, do you pick the thirty percent confidence versus the forty percent one? Either way, you you might be wrong, right? So it's like that's how all this stuff works, I guess. This intelligence, like how they operate, right? Because he he was saying, which was really cool too. Like, he was like, "What are we about here, right?" And she spotted the mission statement, and the guy is like, "No, like we're." We're, we're in healthcare. <laughs> we, like, we root out, like, disease and, like, figure out, like, what the pathogen is. And then, like, so he's got this interesting mentality of, like, they're there to, like, root out the rebellion, basically, or, or hints of rebellion. So they're definitely, like, the bad guys. And I, I hope that they show, like, I hope they have, like, this meta cat and mouse dynamic, right, this whole time, where both sides are really competent, but both sides also, like, make mistakes right we're just like they're at each other's throats the whole time um and always on each other's cases like the, the rebels are always evading and the isb is always breathing down their necks and always like this close to getting them or gets some of them sometimes and gets some cells and that'll be cool to see but i i really liked it it continues to impress me the show the visuals are outstanding yeah they just keep getting better especially bringing corson into it yeah that was really cool Oh, and I guess like the other, I guess you could say the D plot is our, our over eager beaver guy gets, um, sent home. Well, like the whole entire operation gets rolled up and now it's under Imperial control. Like the planet, like Cassian's like adopted whole planet, which probably, we'll probably see more of that later of what's, what's it going to be like under Imperial rule on that planet maybe. But yeah, he gets like, I guess fired cause he shows up in civilian clothes in Coruscant, Back. goes down, right. goes down the elevator into the lower levels, home. and he goes to his house. And he's like, "Mom or mother," and then she slaps him and then hugs him and takes him inside. So he's like at a very low point, you could say. 
I think his story is going to end up being really interesting. Yeah. I have no idea if he's going Empire or Rebel route. Right. You know? Because right. he's that... He could go either way at this point. Does he, like, hate... Does he... Does he hate the Empire for, like, taking everything away from him in this in this way? Like, he took his job? Or is he going to be like... Like, oh, I'm glad... Like, this is a good thing because those guys are incompetent and I want to work for the guys who are really... Oh, really have their act together. After this, I don't think he's going to be Empire at all. No? You think... I don't think so. No, they're yeah. like, they, like, basically told him, like... Yeah. You're done. Yeah. We're, we're like, taking over, bye. We're disbanding this corporate. Yeah. Which is probably... They've done that before, I'm sure. I'm sure they've, like, just taken over systems instead of hiring out to contracted firms. But it is cool to see, like, that, like, when you do, like, when you have, like, a major event happen, like, a major breach, like, people died and this and that, like, there isn't just, like, oh, well, what are you going to do? It's, like, that really, like, there was a follow-up, there was an investigation, like, there was consequences, those, it was cool to see, like, those Imperial guys, like, basically, like, end-running the place, right? Like, they were just, like, putting everything in boxes and, like, they were, like, cleaning out the offices. <laughs> yeah, they were, like, they were, like guys with the, the black, like, ISB the best, armor. Yeah, like the, the ISB oh, armor. That was so cool. That was like, they're, they're HR guys. Yeah. <laughs> the people to make sure that they, when they get fired, they don't blow up the place on the way out. Yeah, and they looked like the guys, the, those like Death Star, the guys that wear the black, all black outfits with Death the... Death Troopers? No, they're like no, on like the Death the, Star. Yeah. Like with the, they have the, like guys the, who the black the cone helmets down. that go oh, backwards. The, the, it looked like those guys. guys. Yeah, the, those were like um, naval security. I think they're naval security is what they're called. Like the naval security troops or whatever, but... Um, that's just cool to see, but it just it it just looks so like real world in the sense like it, it really looks all of it looks real including the AK forty sevens which is like whatever I love it I love the <laughs> the contrast of like Coruscant mm-hmm. Imperial security Mon Mothma all that and then and then the people on the ground Living doing the work <laughs> yeah and they're like yeah in the woods under <laughs> yeah and they're and it's like and like their lives suck because <laughs> they had to live for months they said like yeah. to establish the cover right like it's like, not it's not like right. uh, you know they live on Coruscant and they go mm-hmm. okay go do that job like <coughs> or I like the mm-hmm. uh, they took the time to show like you know like because you have this much time to tell the story as opposed to like a two hour movie. Mm-hmm. Like you can really take your time. Yeah. To like show like, you know, like kind of, because it's kind of like when you're watching the, them plan, it's like, all right, can we just go? Because we're used yeah. to, it's just because we're used to that. Yeah. It's like, like that's kind of, it kind of reminded me of like Solo, right? When he gets like inducted into their game yeah, and like, like joins the crew. Like and they have, it. yeah. So it's like that was fit into a two hour movie as to be like a 20 minute sequence with two minutes of planning or like setup and then a high, a 15 minute action sequence. This is like spread that out. So we're, yeah, we're used to the tempo of like brief briefing and then action. And then like it all fits in movies and like we're used to movie pacing for Star Wars. So it is a little like, you have to like change your mindset yeah, for this. I really like the, just the whole plot line of, of Cassie and like, and how, like just the whole way that unfolds like we're they have to convince them to take him in yeah and then he shows up and everybody's super suspicious and like it's not you know I just felt very real that all felt very realistic like yeah that's how that would really go down well and yeah when they're like 
when Luthen and him are talking in the ship when they're out on the way, he's like laying out the, I don't know, you know, you may have more options, but as the way, you know, the way I see it is you, you can either like, I can drop you off at the first place or like you can do this job or you can kill me and take my ship. But like he kind of is realistically laying out his options mm-hmm. um, and kind of gives him the offer he can't refuse almost <laughs> like, and because he, he proves he knows about his background. So like we learned that Cassian, like, He's, he claimed that, like, oh, when I was 16, I fought for two years on Mimban. And then Luthen's like, well, you served for six months in, like, the kitchen and then, like, rotated out. And you survived <laughs> because you ran. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I know more, like, don't try to BS me. I, you know, like, I, I know your file inside and out, which is interesting. Like, how did he get all that? Um, but that's definitely hooking him. It's interesting that this is not a story of someone who's, like... Like, his backstory isn't, or at least not so far, isn't, oh, here's Cassian Andor, here's this terrible, awful, tragic thing that happened to him at the hands of the Empire. Yeah. And now that's why he's, like, it's not like that at all. Not yet, anyway. It's more like, he was just a street rat. Yeah. Basically, like a glorified street rat who kind of almost accidentally gets sucked into, because he was going to, he was probably going to say no to the guy. Yeah. On the, in episode three, he was like arguing with them, and then it was like he had no choice but to flee. Right. Because if there's if the security wasn't on them, he might have just been like, dude, right. like I'm walking away. Like this is weird. Like I just wanted to sell you my thing, and like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And like he, there wasn't he ends the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting, like because they're kind of look like you could look at it this way. Like there's that funny meme of like Star Wars, like the story of like a young farm boy who's like he was like abducted into a like. Uh, you know, who's who's inducted into like a religious fanatical movement to commit mass terrorism, right? It's like from a certain point of view, like Luke gets brainwashed by Obi Wan Kenobi to join a like terrorist group who like commits mass murder on like, a mil- like and attack this. a military installation. You're like, that's crazy. And in this sense, he's like getting inducted into like a revolutionary group. Because Luke, Luke is an idealist at the beginning. Yeah, he is not. Well, he's not. A, Cassian's not an idealist. Right. But Luke is just more of like a general dreamer. Like he just like, oh, I want what's out there. I want adventure. You know of the rebellion against the Empire? Right. Because of Biggs, though. He's like, I want to go off to war and fight for the cause. Cassian's like, I'm just trying to sell my stuff. Yeah. (laughs) And then the guy's like, well, don't you want to really, you know, and he draws out of him Mm -hmm. how he really feels. And he knows how he really feels. But Cassian is not there. No. He takes him there. Right. He, he almost said he instills it. That's what I'm trying. Like that's right. what I'm saying. He's like instilling or brainwashing, you could say. <laughs> like he's very open to persuasion in a sense, and he's like, or he's getting his mind changed. When well, he also by these forces has, doesn't have like his other options aren't. Super good? Well, it helped <laughs> that he offered two hundred thousand credits. I'm sure. Yeah. Like if he was like, was I'm, he trying to get I, four thousand for that one thing he stole? Yeah. Or like thirty. I think it's like that little box was like thirty or fifty or something. Oh, was it? It was like I think it was thirty. So like this is more money than he would ever see in his life probably it was like for four to five day job or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, if he hadn't offered, if he was like, I just I'm not I've got you. I need to I need to volunteer you for this dangerous mission. He'd be like, no, screw that. I'll be dropped off. But it's like he offers credits and he's like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> like when he also like, I think calls his bullshit. He, yeah. He calls him out on his whole indifference. Like he right. He acts like. I, well, I don't care about any yeah. of this. I just want to be alive. Mm-hmm. I Can't guess I salute uh, Jin. 
Yeah, like, it, and it's actually, like I said, mm -hmm. I think I mentioned this last week, like, it's very similar to the story of Jin, like, between um, the situation at the beginning of Rogue One, and then when, we, when she's mm -hmm. in prison on Wobani, like, she's just wandering, and, and Jin also, and it, you kind of get, yeah. she insinuates in Rogue One that she's, like, not a true believer in the in the rebellion at the beginning. Right, well, she's like, it's When they not, bring her to Saw Gerrera, yeah. she's like... It's not hard if you don't look up, like, she's just like, whatever, like, I'm just, like, keeping my head yeah, down and she's trying to just live. trying to survive, which is right. what Cassian's Because she got jaded because, because Saw, like, abandoned her, so he's like, she's like, well, maybe if I was a partisan in my early youth, like, right. they weren't loyal to me, so, like, I can't be loyal to them, so, like, I'm just, like, what even am I? I'm... I'm not loyal to anything. It's all she's like a nihilist, basically. Well, it's kind of cool. I like the idea of him like stumbling into yeah his identity as this like high value agent <laughs> yeah. of the rebellion. I would have severe imposter syndrome if I was him. Well, and also, and I also think it's like <laughs> it's also like I I'm I'm guessing. I don't know. I mean, like I think it's um it's like you you have these rich powerful people who are trying to put together this rebellion. And because even that one, so that one, the one girl, she made that comment like, basically, she was like, "What the heck? You're paying this guy two hundred thousand? We've been sitting out here starving for yeah. months. Like, like this guy's got some serious like, he's bankrolling this thing. Yeah, and he's rich and powerful. And there is a sense, maybe a little bit of like, you know, like there is a sense, a little bit of like, you know, like, hey, you know, mm -hmm. we're we believe in the cause, but like, you get to live rich in the capital while we're yeah, out here. Like, yeah, and then you offer this guy all this money, and yeah. we're just like sitting out here, like living like. Little, but then his like, counterpoint was like, like that shooters. makes him disposable. Like when you rent it out, you can cut it. Which loose. was also really an interesting statement because then it's like, oh, I don't know if I like you either. Like, I, like yeah, like, like he is know, using like, people basically. Yeah, like yeah. it's like like how how much do I? Which but, I think is yeah. just really interesting. Like it's not a it's not a stereotypical right story and like Cassian like I said he's not just out of the shoot like mm -hmm. super anti-imperial like like he doesn't really care like he doesn't he's he's not he's more in it for like the money and the survival initially yeah. he's not in it for the cause mm -hmm. but because he doesn't know what the cause is like as far as he knows there's no organized resistance against an empire that even needs resisting like well, we don't he, even know. He said, he's just Cassian like rattled off the names of all those factions. Remember? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Like he said, the alliance, which is technically the rebellion, the alliance right. goes to the saying, republic, he's like, the oh, partisans. Well, the, which group is it? Blah right. blah blah. Like it's all bullshit. Like I think he's yeah. kind of feeling like, yeah. like you know, like I guess he is aware of it. it. But he's but he's he's not identified himself with it. Right. But I I just thought I just thought that the 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 and just over, like, first and foremost, like, this is the most, like, dialogue-driven Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> Conversational drama, yes. Yeah, like, that's not Star Wars. Because like, it's been to, limited by the format of a movie. Or even the other shows, like, Mandalorian, yeah. well, yeah. Kenobi, like, the dialogue is sporadic, it's, mm -hmm. it's not, you There's know. more, like, sweeping, like, sweeping montages and, like, And, like, the like, dialogue visuals. is just very, like, middle school. Right. Like, honestly, and with Mando, it makes sense because he's like he's behind a mask, so like, there's only so much yeah. you can have. Plus, there's like part of his like he's like the man of few words, like you know the cowboy. But this this is the kind of thing where it's like yeah. you can't do this unless you've got good screenwriting yeah. and 
good directing and acting. Yeah. Because these these dialogue scenes would just fail miserably if they weren't done well. Right. Yep. Which is what some of the prequels was probably trying to do and just like either bad writing, bad directing, or bad acting. Right. But he's trying to like get to this like level of like political drama. Yeah, I feel like this is like almost like an homage to the prequels. Like, like like, yeah. This is what it could have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Like, like you know, we'll just take the Jedi completely out of it. All the characters are politicians and guerrilla warriors and. Because George Lucas always had like a camp level to it. He's like. It's camp. It's campy. Or that, at least that's how Palpatine played up, right? Like, uh, Ian McDermott definitely played into the campiness of Palpatine. Right. And, like, was dressed on the edge of, like, being too much <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Where he's like, no, no, no. It's like, that's pretty See, campy. But I, I, <laughs> I would I not it. <laughs> mind at all. I would not mind at all if they... Because I think this is, this is probably... Well, maybe we can talk about that later. Let's talk okay. more about the episode. Um, I really liked the whole, like, the way that they, like, they give you just enough Star Wars to know that you're watching Star Wars. Yeah. But they don't hit you over the head with it. Yep. Right? Like, we're not getting any legacy characters, I guess, yeah. For the most part. I mean, we're not getting any legacy characters. We get, like, little, like, I mean, like, the only thing that really jumps out as remotely Star Wars, I mean, obviously the TIE Fighters is... (coughs) Yeah. Obviously Star Wars. Other than Imperial that, the uniforms. only thing you really get is the Imperial uniforms. All the stuff with, with Cassians, once they're out of the ship and yeah, on the planet, like when they're just like walking or like in the camp, like that is very, you could barely tell that Star Wars. Yeah. Even even when they have like the little iPads out, like you can just see the Aurobesh on there, the alphabet, but like right. the, otherwise they're like wearing, like he looks like he's wearing like an Incan outfit or like he looks like, they're literally, like I said then when we were recording, like it looks like Hipsters like, right. oh, I'm backpacking in like a, in that, Argentina that one, uh, and like, yeah, that people are always like Patagonia, no, not or something. Patagonia, oh, like, uh, or something. No, 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 no. There's a catalog that's like really, really hip and trendy and like. Oh yeah. They or yeah, somebody said it's like Burning Man. Like these people look like they're going to Burning Man. <laughs> it's, <laughs> that's totally right. Like, but I, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't like suck you out of it. It's just like it makes sense that they're trying to like. They literally said like they're trying to like blend in and be like. Like, this area is known, like, now that it got depopulated, it's known as for, like, na- nature lovers and, like, people who are just, like, the dead-enders, they call them. Like, just, like, random people, like, bums live out there. So they gotta look like bums, right? So, like, it makes sense, like, that they would look like that. So well, and I love the whole idea attention. that they're, like, they literally, like, just, like, right under the Empire's yeah, nose. Yeah. So, like, just, you know. And then there's that, so there's the like, one they guy. they probably fly over them every day and go, oh, look at those idiots. So the guy came on the speeder, and he's either, he's either, like, a rebel who's undercover or just like uh, an imperial who's like yeah i'm in like i'm done with these guys but he like came from the empire right is he like an actual imperial guy or is he just like did he just like infiltrate probably a rebel because we see a scene like there's a scene in the trailer of like cassian in an imperial outfit like in a lineup with everyone else and like i wonder if it's part of this this heist where like he can because they they mentioned even here like you you need to leave your gloves in your belt that was a flashback because they said like you need to leave like we have a uniform. We just need the belt in your. We need to leave your belt and your gloves because we have the rest of the uniform. So I feel like that's going to be Cassian's outfit. Like Cassian's going to be oh, inserted. Okay, I missed that part. Because his skill set involves like just walking in and stealing stuff. Like that's because right. that's his role. So I think that's what we're going to see. 
I think that was a flash forward. So it's, yeah, like it's like Ocean's Eleven, right? The whole like planning, like half the movie is them planning it, and then like there's these like relationships going on, and then there's like yeah, the heist, I, and they I pull like, it off. I like the whole yeah. I like how they did the whole scene of like okay, he shows up, everybody expresses their concerns and reservations. There's a tension, you know. Yeah. There, and then he has to kind of like earn his yeah he has spot, homework to yeah. do you know like I, I joked i was like oh you mean like the main character doesn't just walk in and take charge and like okay i'm running this place like right. he actually has to like be subservient and to like, the and like he, and he's, <laughs> he's like and they, they tell him like you have to learn all this by tomorrow morning yeah like he's got homework like, like but it's, i just like the i like the like it feels so right, right. down in the nitty-gritty yeah like you know like and it's almost painfully slow in the sense that it's, it's like, but I think that's, that's what it, that's what it, I think it makes you feel yeah. what it feels like to be those people. Yeah. Yeah. Like be those. I think this know, show is going to be Sherpa, so awesome. Sherpa gorillas. Like when it's all done and you can binge it, I think this is going to be such good re to revisit because there's so much going on that like, it'll be really good on rewatches. At least you can do it like arc chunks, right? You could do like one through three as an arc and probably these next two, right? This one and the one after that is probably a little mini arc. Like, we'll just see how the arcs so play out. the next out. episode's gonna be... The heist, I think. The heist. Yeah. And but then there has to be some kind of setup for the rest of the show. Like, there's right. seven more episodes after that one. So it's like... Yeah, I think this is gonna... This is gonna have a lot of replay value or, like, a lot of... It's not gonna, like, be a one and done. It's gonna, like... It's gonna be enjoyable is, to watch over and over. This is the kind of show that even more so... I think this is what you're saying, right? Like, it's like, like Kenobi was f fine as a once a week thing. Mm -hmm. This actually, I think, works less once a week because it's so slow. Yeah. yeah. But once it's all together, right. like, yeah. it's bingeable. Yes. Very bingeable. Or at least, you could, like I said, you could do it in these, like, short movie or future length viewings. Like, you can watch hour and a half, two hours of four, three to four episode arcs in the sitting and like have a really good like story within a bigger saga that'd be that'll be cool what's interesting too about like so one thing i would say like first of all like like i think i mentioned this also last week but like diego luna's performance here it's mm. to me so far superior from his performance in rogue one hmm. and and like all of the like like i haven't yet to my so far in four episodes, I haven't seen any scenes where I'm like, "Oh God!" Like, <laughs> like, like there are there are times in Kenobi, Mandalorian, like, like, like Pelimoto. Yes, like Pelimoto, <laughs> like where it's just like, or that the, the that's horrible. That stupid Twilight guy from Book of Boba Fett, the like emissary. No, <laughs> that guy was so annoying. <laughs> it was the worst. But he, what was his phrase? You know. What did he do? Salutation. Yeah, he would just way over the top. I love. No, I no, no. And then yeah, who was it in Kenobi that was ridiculous? Um, yeah, there's just several. There were a couple characters in Kenobi that were annoying. Well, some, Leia was a little bit in, in too Kenobi, much too. They weren't annoying. It was just they just weren't convincing. Right. Like like um, like Wade. Oh, like Wade. that one guy. <laughs> oh, the, 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 the Ice T's son. Right. Yeah. That guy. Like he was cardboard like yeah. there's nothing i didn't Generic. feel anything yeah. the way he delivered his lines it was like eh, you know all right whatever mm -hmm. like but this is like the best directed acting i think yeah. we've ever seen 
in Star Wars. Just just purely just the performances on screen like are just compelling, right? Mm -hmm. Like and when you add to that like the visuals, the music, like like it's just it's really what it's really well done is like a it's building all this tension through all of these really very slow scenes. Yeah. This this episode was at least as slow as the first two. Well, I mean, I mean what, what do you define like, like nothing really happened. No, not well, really. It's almost all be, like people talking and But like that's and, happening, right? Like that that's an interesting like again, we're like spoiled or used to a certain tempo with stuff with Star Wars in movies and TV shows that like we don't know even know how to process like a show that doesn't have a lot of action sequences like right like, well, like but like like characters go either physically from place A to place B or like relationally from place right. A or characterizationally yes. from A to B so like or in this case like the other really? subplots were yeah. like like we're introduced to the ISB lady and seeing what she's about that's set up for her but with like Mon Mothma we, we're supposed to know who she is already right and if, if, if you don't you learn enough about this but you start to like you're starting to peek in like what's what is driving her like what are her like what's making her tick and then but with yeah with Cassian it's like he goes from being basically abducted to like fine I'm in and then like he's now our every man we're like we're watching we're like he's our eyes to this bigger thing that he's getting inducted into mm -hmm. and now he's at the place where he's like doing his homework and ready to go in the morning <laughs> for the raid right like I feel like he went he went a ways he did but character he's still character, but I, with I, the talk with but like that scene where they're like where the one guy's like I just have a feeling he's a real believer in the cause and you're like you do he's not <laughs> I think that kid is hopelessly naive. He's wrong. I think that kid's naive, and I think that mm -hmm. kid, that kid is that kid represents like that's the kind of thing that gets you killed in something like this. Is like that, that faithful the uh, the trust in people implicitly. Like you shouldn't. <laughs> He's right. the kind of guy that Cassian would kill if he needed to, right? Well, like just, that I, other guy. I love. I you love. I mean? what, in, in every in the scenes on the in the forest in the scenes with Mon Mothma, there's like there's just this subtle way that you're just knowing like that everybody lives in a constant state of yeah. paranoia yeah yeah yep. like, that makes sense yeah like mm -hmm. literally you can't trust you got anybody a, she got a new driver she can't trust so they, they have this way of like that the assistant like pulled him off probably to like figure out what this guy's deal was or at least get him distracted while she went and talked with him back in the back seat or the back room like they have like a way of doing doing things and but, but that's 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 exactly what spiked like like yeah. when you watch a that's really good spycraft. Yeah, yeah, that's like nobody trusts anyone. Right. Like and anyone. that's interesting. Yeah. Like even the person that you've known for twenty years in the field, like <laughs> they end up being the one who's a double agent. Like, yeah. Like Game you bro. can't trust. I was anyone. the spy. <laughs> and and I, I think that that's that's what's like, and then you have like the imperial like, mm -hmm. and I, I love that main, security bureau guy. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, he's like, very he's like got Tarkin vibes, but also like yes. just like you can tell like oh this guy definitely would be in charge of the ISB. He he's talks a smart, like a CAA he's a, guy. He's a much he's a yeah. higher IQ Tarkin. Tarkin's just a cutthroat. <laughs> Tarkin's like a pirate. He reminds you of like Agent Callus could have been had he gone like Agent Callus uh, in yeah. the future if he stayed with the Empire would have become that guy right. <laughs> Which I guess you could theoretically bring in Callus in live action in this. 
He's around. Hey, it would be cool. I mean, he's starting to get involved in like Lothal and all yeah, that at this time. Like that'd be cool point, if he's in the background or something. Like yeah. At some point though, they do need to show, and I think sooner than later, like they need to show s- s- the Empire being awful. Yeah, they haven't shown that yet. No, they have to show like right the Empire just being. Heartless, cruel, vicious. They might be setting, like, because they set it up, like, oh, there were these, like, tribal people that lived here, and then they moved them over down the valley, and, like, every three years they come out to this thing. Like, the Empire just might, like, wipe them all out or, like, commit a genocide, and then be like, oh, snap. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we might see some of that kind of thing. Where they're just, I'm going like, to see an Imperial... Like, Abu Ghraib. <laughs> right. <laughs> or, or, like, yeah. Torture. The other, like, or they say... <laughs> so sick. But like, I mean, I'm serious. Like, I want to. I want them to show the empire. Like, well, because they the said dark, dark underbelly of the empire. <laughs> they said that because um, like they're taking they're taking over Ferox Ferox they're taking over that planet. So like we could see them like cracking down. Like all right, like you thought you guys had it easy. You didn't have a lot of security here, and like only when something like when we were investigating that we'd come down. But like now that you know dad is mad and has to come down with the baseball bat you're not going to like it right so like we're going to probably see the empire being assholes to everyone right. in town and like rustling everyone up and that's probably going to radicalize um big bix right i think she might like cause a riot or something and then they'll like, crack know, down and kill everyone back there at all? i don't know maybe i think we might be done with that but I maybe not. Feel like we, but we that are. you could see them like well there is a, in the trailer there's footage of like the Imperial Army with like riot shields and stuff, and I think it's on that same planet. Okay. And they're like, they're like, reacting to a, a riot situation, which makes you think like, yeah, Bix like leads some kind of uprising. But if they like brutally just like live fire into a crowd, like just to put it down yeah, like, I and wanna, say like, I, oh, there was I, an accident or whatever, and it's like they need oh, to gosh. show like a like yeah. a, almost like a, like a signature right scene of the Empire just yeah they need to un- Uncle Owen vicious. and Amperu somebody. Or whatever. Oh, they have to do like it has to be like crystal knock. Like it has to be like something that's like a signature. Like, yeah. Like oh, like there's just this this a mining accident. You know, just, this <laughs> another event one where like you know you kind of got it. Kind of reminds like like kind of like in the Force Awakens, like when yeah, when just Kylo just yeah, just kill all villagers. Yeah, like, these are the bad guys. Yeah, because like, right now, yeah, right now the Empire. If you're not familiar at all with Star Wars and just watching this, you're like, what's the big deal? Like. The Empire, it sounds like they're providing jobs and housing for people. Like, like what? what's the... You know what I mean? So what's the big deal? But we might see the other angle of that, too, like with Mon Mothma. Like, is, we might go in, like, in the Senate chamber and, like, Masamita or the Emperor Palpatine himself is, like, there being palps or whatever. Like, we can start to see some of the, like... I don't think Like, the gonna, ickiness of the I don't think we're political side of it. even a glimpse or a peep of Palpatine in this. No? No. I hope so. I don't think we are. We had our idea about a bingo card. That's not a bad idea. Of like, who, who do we think we're going to see, right? <laughs> I don't think we're going to see anyone. There is Vader. a clip of Mothma in, in the Imperial Senate. Right. So we might get like a glimpse of them or like a hologram. Which would be cool like if, if like they literally just like they're in there and like it's a conversation between Mon Mothma and like someone else in a pod and you can see in the background that like Palpatine's just chattering about something and like we're not even li- like he's not even that important in the story. Like the, the story is whatever the conversation is. I mean, I feel is. like it's like you know what I mean? Like it's like oh let's let's focus on what Nancy Pelosi and whoever is talking about while like 
you know, Mitch McConnell off is, has the gavel or has the floor and is talking in the Senate, but we're not even paying attention to him, right? He's in the background fuzzy. You could do that with, like, Emperor Palpatine's out there going, rah, 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 whatever, and no one's think, listening. I actually <laughs> think that it would be very smart for them to use a smidgen of Palpatine. Yeah, like a hologram or something. I don't think they're going to. Or, like, propaganda, like, if they had, like, yeah, like, propaganda on the TV screens or whatever, like, because that'd be cool, like, if they showed Palpatine, but they, like, in the universe, they, like, make him de-aged or, like, make him, like, look better. Just like they always have, like, Kim Jong-un, you know, he's like, oh, he, he shot three holes in one in a row, right? Like, they can, like, do that, like, the cult of the emperor is, like, look at, or they have him just, like, damaged just a little bit, like, look at the Jedi did to him, like, because remember, he's like, it's left me scarred and whatever, like, they can have him a little bit damaged, but not nearly as, like, yikes, as he really is. <laughs> but, like, I think they need you to, know, they need to, right now, it's all very subtle, but I think eventually there has to be, like, this they have to really put in front of our face like how evil the empire right now everybody's yeah. just talking about it well, yeah woodward is like maybe a couple episodes later where mothmas talks to other allies which in i don't want to say legends or eu because it's still canon to me the delegate delegation of 2000 helped basically start the rebellion and that was all the senators and stuff that Padme and Bale put together oh, to right. talk Systems. to Palpatine about trying to stop? Right. Wasn't the there Wars? a deleted scene from yeah one yeah, of the, the start of that? And a lot Episode of them three. were under suspicion of treason and mm -hmm. continuing on rebellion during right. the time of the Empire. So something that they could do, which I think would be really cool, is have like a couple of those senators name dropped, and then have it to where like she's going to go talk to one of them. And then as she's coming up to like their office or whatever in the Senate building, their off that person's office is getting raided by like the ISB and stormtroopers. Mm -hmm. Then they haul them out and they're just like, poof. Right. So just we, like yes. we do get a hint because like there's like the E plot of like Mon Mothma and her husband, and like he like had organized this like dinner right, which you do when you're a senator, and like it's all the people she like hates that are against her in the Senate, and she like mentions like oh you know like. Why would I want to talk with these people? Like, they just, like, cut off trade or whatever it is. Like, she's, like, concerned about, like, they're going to starve out all their people or all these people in these systems because they decided to, like, cut off trade to these other systems, which is going to starve everyone out. And, like, so she's got, like, the she's, like, the bleeding heart liberal, quote-unquote. <laughs> and, like... Do you think her husband knows what she's up to? No, I think no. he's just, like, a... I think he's just, like, a socialite. Like, he's, a like, you know what I mean? Like, he's a... A senator's like a wife, first, right? He's like a first husband. <laughs> he's yeah. like a senator. Yeah, yeah. He's just like a... Because, like, he's got, like, the Japanese kimono look going, right? With, like, the hair thing. Like, he, I think he's, like, a house husband. Like, he's, like, the real housewives of Coruscant kind of guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's just like a... Like, she's the real player, and he's just, like, kind of there. Like, there's, like, gender reverse, right? Like, it'd be like, oh, she's, like... She's the socialite arm candy, and then he's, like, the important senator. Right. It's They just gender reversed it, where he's just, like concerned with the social gathering he's like oh we need to be like he's managing their like esteem among senators by he's having functioning as if in this in the context of like well you know this is just politics right. as usual it just happens to be under the empire yeah but she's like she, she's playing a different game yeah and she's like in a different universe than him right. which is interesting like tension right really, the yeah. more we talk about it though the more i really think that they need they need to give us a yeah. very compelling moment yeah where that makes us really fear and dislike the empire and not and so us not just us that. but like our 
the people we are rooting for in the show need to like see and feel that, and we need to right. go through that with them. We can't just like go off screen where like we just see the empire commit some atrocity, but nobody in the story is aware of that happening or sees it. Like then it's not connected, right? We need to like right. either Some, need to happens so, to them or that they are seeing and witnessing. Right. That, like, if it happens yeah. on Coruscant, it would, it would almost have to be like some kind of fear tactic, like public execution of these of traitorous. Yeah, that would be senators. one thing. Mm-hmm. Or or Put yeah, on the wall. or yeah, yeah, or the empire like the empire does terrible things to rebels, but then like makes it really like the empire does something terrible to its citizens but then blames the rebels or like frames the rebels for it like they can like they can take down the persona or the image of the rebellion by making them look like radical terrorists right anytime saw Guerrero does anything they're going to make sure that like they like rebels equals saw <laughs> equals extremists like they want that to be right. the public's perception of rebels is these crazy people who will kill anyone who's like they're after you, Imperial citizen. They're, they're going to kill you. They don't care, right? Because that's true. Like, Sagrera's groups was like... So radical. They're like, if you so they, are a citizen think, of the Empire, you're complicit and you're fair game. Like, yikes. <laughs> I think ultimately, like, this, this setup here is that this this heist is going to, like, raise... It's going to raise the stakes for everyone. Yeah. Right? Because that's like, it's a bold move by the Rebellion. Right. The Empire is going to be, like, pissed. Because it is... It's not just payroll. It's like... Which is weird that like it's it's symbolic. Like, it's not just like coin. It's not like digital coins that is your like because my payroll just comes in like a direct deposit. So it's like no one's like bringing the bags of gold over. <laughs> right. But like there, yeah, it's arm shipment. Like that's what they're really after is like there's a garrison of like stuff and they want the stuff from there, not just the money. But I think all. I think that it's gonna be that's, it's that gonna would be, raise eyebrows. <laughs> like it's gonna be success. I think there's it's highly likely we're getting into speculation now. But it's highly likely that not all the people who are in that group are gonna survive. Yeah. But they will be successful, and it will be a huge black eye on the Empire. Right. And then that Imperial, you know, security guy is going to be like, you know, and it might work in her, that one girl's favor. Right. Right? That's going to be like, oh, okay. Like, Told you. Yeah. yeah. This, yeah. Like, somehow there's a connection to this guy, this person that was the person of interest in this Ferox incident. Like, is she well, going to connection? Actually, Capture somebody and torture out of them. Tie Cassian because they. Yeah. He's already a known. Yeah, he's entity on the. Yeah, he's to on the, the empire. Grid. Yeah. And to this stolen piece. Yep. Um. But I think I think that they need to. I think I think I just think there's so much potential for this to just become a very involved uh, <laughs> thing. But I love it. I I do think I do also, going on about, I do think that maybe. Four episodes in, a third of the way. It, 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 they need to. There needs to be. I mean, like, it probably because like we've got four episodes. I'd say three out of the four are pretty slow. Yep. And I don't know if they can sustain that ratio the rest of the season. That ratio. Work. Yeah. Like if we're getting get one action, one quote unquote action mm-hmm. episode for every four. I don't know if that's going to work. They probably will do this one setup, one payoff, like, arc. Because, like, the first three is its own thing, like a prologue, and then we'll do, like, a, like these two episodes, two well, to three even, episodes. Well, like, this big heist is, is going to be potentially not, not even halfway through the season. If it's episode five right. and we get the heist, yeah. that's not even the centerpiece thing. Right. right? But I'm saying, like, you could do, else. like, you could do two or three, two, ep- you could do two 
two episode two two episode arcs where it's like slow like set up payoff set up payoff and then do a three to end it because there's seven more right so like you do two two and three and but that third like but each one each peak is higher than the last peak so like it just like so it just like it looks like like this and this and this and this. I think I think after the heist, it's gonna be then the st- I think the stakes will be high. yeah. Because you're right. Tension's That's gonna a be big. He up. mentioned like put a stick in the empire's eye. Like yeah. Whatever they did on Ferox, this next job, if it works, is a bigger stick. They're gonna and, like, poke the bear all the way up to the blow up the, the Death Star. The bear's gonna be like cracking right. down. And blowing up the Death Star is the ultimate stick in the eye <laughs> to right. the empire. And like oh, it's on right. Yep. But, yeah. But they're gonna they're gonna poke the bear and then yeah. the bear's gonna roar. Right. Yeah. That, and they need to show the bear roar. They yeah. need to show the empire be like all right that's it and they need to show the empire so paranoid and so cracking down that they're indiscriminately yeah yeah like like killing innocent people mm-hmm. they're they're they don't they're kind of reckless which they alluded with, to like the isb agent guy was like we need to we're med, we're in med healthcare or we're in medical whatever like we need to root out cancer yeah, like we're, they're gonna just like go full scorched earth like and the sooner yeah. they get to it, the better. So like they're gonna be. That's like the modus operandi, or that's like the philosophy of this guy, of his operation is like ruthlessly rooting out disease and pathogens. And like, it, right? I would say though that, and I don't know how you guys think about this, but I think I feel like there's a degree to which like, because I feel like in in Rogue One we kind of were led to believe that Scarif was like the first time that the rebellion really really like struck scored out. a hit. Like, yeah. which would be interesting to see then like maybe the, everything they try doesn't quite work and like they actually like, like one step forward two steps back for a long time until Scarif and we're kind of seeing them really struggle and suffer and that's what the show is <laughs> and somehow somehow Cassian survives all that right but like it's there's a lot of dead bodies along the way right you know and I mean I think obviously I think ultimately they are going to sprinkle in some complexity about the rebellion and their tactics and their cause yeah um, especially if Saw Greer is going to be in it yeah that's mm. yeah, true he is in which it I, which I always wanted I always wanted to see like that one line where Mon Mothma and Rogue One is like mm-hmm. makes that one side comment about Saw Gerrera yep like, oh, yeah you know, his tactics have been troublesome or something like that yeah I was always like I want a whole Saw Gerrera I want a, I want a Saw Gerrera movie <laughs> like I want I want like yeah like, I think that's what we're getting here. Hardcore, like, you know, rated like, R version. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, but I, I'm sure that that's in their mind. Like, when they're like, let's go mine the script of Rogue One for jumping off points for a show about Cassian Andor. That's got to be one of their jumping off points of like this tension or this like, like, cause yeah, Mon Mothma was like almost like, she was restraining herself in her comments about them in that public setting where she's like, you know, she like disdains them even more than what she said what right. she said and, was I like want, I want um, let's just say me. they cause problems for me I want, I want to, to see show that. me yeah. what that is the stuff that Sagarera does that <laughs> yeah. they didn't like right <laughs> like I, I want to see right. it which apparently <laughs> is yeah it's like they kill Imperials period whether they're in uniform soldiers or just people like if you're on an Imperial world then you're Right, you're it's, you're it's a fair more... game for us. Like they're truly terrorists. They're like Al Qaeda, where they're like, oh, you're an American, so whether you voted for George Bush or not, we're gonna kill you in a terrorist attack, right? Like we have a personal beef against George Bush and his dad, but like if you live in America, you're fair game. That was Al Qaeda, right? So that's basically what Saw Guerrero is to the Empire. 
I think, I think, um, well, I'll just say this, that like another thing that I think is just so compelling is just the, I just, I didn't, I, I, this has made me realize how small and narrow and Like, all the other stuff up to this point feels like TV. <laughs> this feels like movie TV. Right. Like This feels like HBO and everything else was like yeah. um, TBS or something. <laughs> this feels like like this, the, the shots in Westworld or Game of Thrones or, or, the, or the visuals in like some of the, some of the more like, like the, a lot of the Handmaid's Tale things that are so like Nick small and yeah. yet compelling in the dialogue like and I feel like this is... This Which is, is funny because the last three episodes are really small in a sense of like it was just this one little town in like a love triangle. <laughs> but like it definitely got widened in this one. And it's going to... I think just the scope is going to expand. Well, when you kill one member off of that triangle, it does tend to get Yeah, bigger. that's true. <laughs> well, I think, I, think that, I think that it's... It's just, it's taking its time. Yeah, it's deliberate. Yeah. Yeah. It's taking its time. And I think it's building the tension just... Yeah really really well like right like but i think there's gonna have to be some like red wedding type like someone's <laughs> gonna have to really like yeah we're gonna go oh, oh or like yeah. wow or oh like like and and the p part of what's a little bit problematic here is that that can't happen with Cassie, and it can't happen with mon mothma it can't happen with, it has to be with a character that we come to love or at least like don't want to see die. That we don't know yeah. survives. Right, and we would Luthien hate to see him die. Or, like yeah, right. I mean, Luthien's almost certainly dying because we don't see him, and he's like, because they're literally like, here's this crystal thing. I want it back. And you're like, well, you're not getting that back because you're gonna die, right? <laughs> like I can, I know how these things work, right? I saw I think, House of I the think, Dragon. It's like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll come guy, back. I promise. No. Nope. I think, I think the <laughs> I think the gung ho young, yeah, Boy Scout is guy dead. is gonna end up. Uh, joining the rebellion, I think that's gonna. Yeah, because he is kind of like a hopeless. He's like the Luke Skywalker, like kind of idealistic kid, like head in the clouds. Or he's just gonna be like, oh, you sweet summer child, you're not caught up for this. You're dead. I think I think he's gonna be like, it's gonna be like basically like I mean like he's basically gone back to live in his mom's basement. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You think he's, he's gonna, gonna join the rebellion? Really, like. How would he even start that though? I guess that would be interesting to see. Like, how do people find their way into the rebellion right. from nothing? That would be kind of a cool journey to watch him. I think. I think. I mean, because clearly yeah. they're gonna tell his story. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they wouldn't have. Yeah. They wouldn't have just shown him like going off to meet his like to go home. Like they could have left him as like getting chewed out with the other two, right? And then, but right. they definitely have him on an arc for a reason, and they're showing this like either transition point or rock bottom or whatever you want to call it. I don't know if you call living with your parents in their house. Oh, that was definitely, bottom. he hit like, rock bottom. For him, yeah, professionally. He's coming home. Whatever, hat in hand. His like, life up to that right, point. Tail between like, his legs, yeah. So I think, yeah, he's... He's out of a job. Yeah. He's got no... So, yeah, it would be really interesting to see, like, how do all these, like, because we see all these people who have found themselves in the Empire, and, like, how do they find themselves in the co-pilot seat behind Luke Skywalker in a snow speeder? Like, how did they get there? He could be... Like how somebody gets inducted into this thing. Like, how do you find contacts? How do you safe? Like, how do you safely make first contact? How do you like well, get vetted? How be, you like? I think it's a really cool idea to have this guy be like 
to come full circle. Yeah. And then he's fighting alongside Cassian. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whereas in the beginning of the show, he's like his primary enemy. Right. Like, I mean, he had a not, gun to him and yeah. Not direct. Like Cassian doesn't know who right. he is. Yeah. But like, he's, he's just, like, yeah. I want this guy at all costs. Yeah. And by the end of the season, season or show, he's, that would be interesting. He maybe even sacrifices his life. Exactly. For the cause and saves Cassian in some way. Um, did Cassian ever confront him face to face? Yeah. yeah, he held the gun to him, remember? But was that face to face? Yeah, and he said 12, no, 14, and then Luthien oh, was right. like, kill him. And he's like, okay, I'll kill him. And like, Luthien, calm down. Like, But then they like, what did they do? They tied him up or somehow yeah. off screen because they, they ended up finding him tied up. So it, somehow they went from pointing a gun to him to having him tied up and they were in the garage, right? That's how that all went down. That was their only interaction though, was they tied what him up. What is that? Remember, it was right before the raid happened, or like right when they, like they set up the explosives on the speeder to go out of the garage. It was right before that is when they cornered the guy, like they snuck up behind him, when he was like waiting, he's like waiting for the pincher movement, and then oh, the big, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. briar pistol shows up behind his head, and then he asks that he interrogates him, and then off screen he gets tied up. So over. I think I think that's gonna come full yeah, circle, I and agree. he's gonna end up. He, Cassie may not remember Cassie. or recognize him and be like, right. and then he'll be like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but like, <laughs> I, I was at that's that. A, that's like, a likely scenario. But I was on your trail. Either that yeah. or he's going to be so, he's going to sit there and fume and then he's going to be like, become like obsessed with getting accepted by the Empire. Yeah, he might become like a bootlicker. Like, he's like, you know what I mean? Like, he might get like. Where it's like, uh, where he's like. Yeah. First he's really discouraged. He doesn't know what yeah. to do, and then he's like, "If I couldn't, I'm do, gonna prove myself." If I couldn't do what I wanted with this, like, with this crappy like security company, then I'm gonna go to the real, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I tried like my my weekend militia, so now I'm actually gonna go to SEAL Team Six now, right? Like, I'm gonna actually do what I want to do, right? Instead I really of just don't play think that's it. gonna happen though, because <laughs> just because they explicitly had a scene where the Empire guy like basically tells him, "You're out, you suck," right? Like. <laughs> yeah like so I feel he like might, that was like so that, he might just be like a hanger on like someone who like wants to be isn't allowed to be in the empire but like wants to be and aspires to be in the empire because yeah you're right he's a blank canvas at this point that'll be interesting to watch I'd yeah. be interested in either direction of like going how do you get into the rebellion how do you like navigate getting vetted for all that it's one interesting arc or like what would make someone like want to be so bad to be like I want the approval of the emperor right like yikes <laughs> That's an interesting psychological journey, too. I think that he set himself up in the first three episodes to not be that person because even he won't listen to his superior. That's true. That's not a good trait. Um, he He's way too, like... Like that scene where he gives that speech and everybody's just <laughs> like... Like, yeah. he's just not... He doesn't... Uh-huh. Like, yeah, the other right. guy is... Empire all the yeah, way. Yeah, the, the Scottish guy. He's is like, like... He's got... Yeah, Imperial officer written all over him. He's just not... True believer. Yeah. Yeah. But... I, and then, I, like, yeah, I think, like, what happened in the in the actual action made him realize, like, oh, I'm not really cut out to be, like, an Imperial officer because, like, I led them into a death trap and I, I failed. Like, I was incompetent at right. this. Right. And he's going to redeem himself right. by joining the, the Rebellion in some kind of way. Yeah. I will say, the last thing I want to say is just that... Um, Stellan Skarsgård just, I mean... Mm-hmm. He can play two characters. Yeah, he can play basically <laughs> two characters. And, like, and it was, the contrast was so profound. Like, uh-huh. He, like, like p- puts on the wig and like, p- practices the smile. And like that yeah. was so good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, 
I thought he was so a senator this whole time. I don't know why. I so just, he's basically he's like, just like a socialite. Just, or he's just this he's double ex- agent. Yeah. He's like a full-blown... Like, he's got a front. Entrepreneur yeah. and both He's like Maz. <laughs> Maz, <laughs> Maz Kanata. <laughs> I, I thought that the scene, the scene with him and Mon Mothma just like... Mm-hmm. He just like, like the whole. He drops the effect immediately as soon he's as he's like right known as like this collector of artifacts, right. and he's and then he speaks in code to her like when he's like ostensibly talking about the artifact, he's like <sighs> closing the loop on their conversation in code. Like that's just so smart and good. I love that. Yeah, so I think, any final I think, thoughts? I think um, yeah, I'm good. I think that this this made me again really glad that they did the first three episodes all together. Yep. So that we had yeah. a good foundation because this was yet another s- slow episode. I mean, yeah. That is really good, but I do think that Star Wars still needs to be, mm-hmm. there needs to be some, you know, gun battles and space battles. Because this was supposed to premiere on August 31st, so that means like tonight we would have gotten this episode, but after a whole month. It would have taken a month to get when here the, instead of two weeks. When they said the premiere weeks. was going to be in August, was that going to be just one August episode? 31st. So, that was going to be just one episode. Yeah, so like starting, yeah, so like we would have had four weeks we would have had those episodes over four weeks instead of over two right or really seven days at this point right so like that's a huge difference and i'm and they're like we're going against rings of power we're going against house of the dragon like right. i made it makes and it's like it needs to like this is a coherent three episode arc it's a slow burn like that three episode i feel like is a microcosm of the pacing of the show like it's going to be these say i can payoffs. see why they gave other those people like the four episodes though yeah because that's true. this was the this was the fi- finally this yeah. episode gave us Really, actually, right. the fullest. Because yeah. then we got, we went to Coruscant, right. Mon Mothma, Imperial This Security. is like the first... The, now we've seen everything. The first mission after the tutorial in the video game is what <laughs> and we've and seen. We, and we've seen, <laughs> yeah. we've you know? set the table for all the main characters, yeah. all the main locations right. for the show up to this point. Yeah. Well, um, that'll be funny to reassess later. Like, what if, like, oh man, there's way more. Because they said there's like 100-something... Characters. I'm saying like for this for this part of the show. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. We're on the planet. They're right. gonna do the heist on. We've seen Coruscant. Always be yeah. Coruscant. Um, we don't know if we're gonna go back to Ferrix or not. I I thought that, that I love that they they gave us Coruscant, but they didn't hit us over the head with Coruscant. Either. No. But the parts that we saw were just so cool. Oh, like so cool. Oh, like just hot, like the ISB headquarters looks cool. Yeah. Like the transport stuff. Like she's got like yeah the Rolls Rolls Royce like diplomatic yeah. vehicle thing like it's so cool uh, and we still right. haven't seen a single stormtrooper no. or anything it's right. coming it's coming um, it's coming so we'll catch you next time for episode 5 Andor Files episode Andor Files five. episode 5 next week and remember the force will be with you always, always. great shot kid that was one in a million